0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Hello, good afternoon. Caitlin Hayes here, Spiritualize Yourself Radio Show, the impromptu radio show with a very special guest, Jane Coleman. And she has a website called Your Beautiful Child and has been practicing for some time in the New York area and some support for moms, for children that have special needs and otherwise are having some challenging times. So I want to set the intention for this show today and to be one of liberation and um and strengthening, empowering, so that we're able to step into our our state of real responsibility and accountability in being a mom and what that means and how powerful the effect of our, our mental state and our um our worthfulness directly impacts our children's mental, emotional and spiritual health. So I'm gonna bring Shane in now and um and let me see how that works. Ah. Hi Shane.
0: Hi Caitlin. Yes. Oh, hello. hello, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Shane? I'm wonderful, so first... and the sun, yeah, just gleams in my face. So as you said hello, oh, I feel really good. Beautiful.
1: That's so great. Can you yeah. tell everybody what your website all about and what you do and what your your mojo, your passion
0: point is here? Yes, thank you. So my name is Shane Coleman. I'm the founder of Your Beautiful Child, and I have a deep-rooted passion of having children be understood. So that means by default I work with mothers, with women, who I have a real compassion and joy and love for guiding them and supporting them on their journey to really connect with themselves so that they are the best human being they could be for their children in just being without doing anything. And so, you know, I have a special education background, and I've been a teacher and a therapist. And all along the way, I've worked with children, and I had this underlying thing of fix them. Something's wrong with my child. Fix them. Fix them. And so all along the way, I have found nothing wrong with these children. I have found beauty and perfection and joy and reflection and mirroring of their environment. Um, so now I give myself the title, and I have all this experience in parent coaching, and I really like the word guiding better, um, and and coaching in the terms of it's a partnership. I'm not here to fix anybody. I'm not here to make anybody right or wrong, just to give space for parents and children to be, to share space Um and to get along with more peace and ease and joy, so that future generations can actually enjoy life and not focus on getting in trouble or being ostracized.
1: Absolutely, that's really nice, and that's my whole mojo is the accountability factor, and that's all mm-hmm. we're what, what from this perspective is. And I'm a mom, and I have five children, and I'm I'm, I'm a single mom doing that, and. I know firsthand that when I am in a certain space of my mind, the reactions I get from my children are extremely different than if I'm tense or I'm upset or I'm overwhelmed. They they feed mm-hmm. off of it. And using your children as your spiritual practice and being in a state of actively responsible for what your state of being is and actively responsible for what you're attracting into your life in this total state. And it sounds maybe a little bit overwhelming or maybe like, oh, my God, more work. But really, this is this is this is your work, this is your purpose work, and this makes everything else better when you're devoted to being accountable. So, you know, you and I were just on the phone discussing, you know, women that have that have a partner that perhaps there's some tense issues in that partnership, and I coming from a situation with domestic violence with my ex, I know absolutely with certainty that the amount of mental agility it required for me to, you know, just get things done. Forget about let me be mm-hmm. in this space of a spiritual healing and let me nurture everybody. No, forget it. Like just get the dishes done under extraordinary yes. stress. It is it, it almost feels impossible at times. So shifting into this accountability state—not just your accountability as a mother, but your accountability in your interpersonal relationships—and choosing to stop dysfunctional cycles in your life.
0: Yes. You said so many really amazing things and I also want to be really clear that spirituality doesn't mean you're like sitting in a cross legged position, you know, in a cave. <laughs> doing the dishes it's is spiritual, nice. Mom, you know, I mean, getting like
1: you yeah. every two days to do that, but right, exactly. No, it's not, but yeah. it is about connecting and it is about sometimes mm-hmm. it could be you could find yes. doing laundry cathartic. I know my mother loved
0: to fold yes. an
1: iron. I mean, I didn't get that bug, but you know, some people find that to be mm-hmm. very cathartic, and that could be spiritual
0: well, and this is interesting so I worked with um I work with a lot of moms who end up cleaning to ignore the interpersonal relationships and the dynamics that don't feel good um and so you know introducing the idea that you know washing the dishes can be meditative, but to be aware when it's an escape or when it's a practice um because children feel the vibrations in the home, and if there's something that a mother feels and there's something that a father feels, it's there. It doesn't matter if you act happy or if you buy more gifts or if you take your family on vacation. If there's a certain misery or a certain disconnect, let's say, the children act based on that. It doesn't matter how many toys they have or how many, right. you know, or if they get a brand-new car. If there's, there's disconnect said- in the family, yeah. Yeah. the
1: looming the looming dread, that's how I would frame that mm, the yes. dread that's it. like it's just there, you can feel it and and before I go to there and we talk about something else, I just want to make mention to what you're just referring to and and what spirituality can be, and the reality is that anything that makes your mind stop is spiritual, mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. anything
1: that gives you that
0: space
1: of of having control over the thoughts that are running and racing in your mind is spiritual. So let's just put that in, in, in that in that reality and using the definition of spirituality to be, you know, breaking away from your mental patterns and breaking away from incessant need to do and to be and just creating that space mm-hmm. of just, just thing. um But, right, right that looming and head, that that everyone can feel. Of course, right? Awareness of what? What do you mean in that respect?
0: Of everything, <laughs> you know, and like when the mind stops, it brings awareness. So it's like... You know, a simple example, you know, if people take vitamins, it's like not remembering, did I take it, did I not? Because if there was no awareness, no presence, if the mind was somewhere else, then that's the opposite of spirituality. It's that multitasking, it's that, you know, pushing to get everything done and not being present. And those are the moments children are watching and also feeling.
1: I, but I would say though, when you when you can be you can be at you know the Vietnamese Buddhism is very interesting, and I highly recommend a Google search on it. And I've tried to incorporate that into my life, being in a state of action mm-hmm. when you have to do a lot. Mm-hmm. And I manage five children, so I have to be on yes. my feet sometimes just to make
0: sure mm-hmm.
1: that no corners of tables get hit. Right. So yes. being in a state of activity. When now you're working on this other component of spirituality, which is intuition, which the looming dread Mm -hmm. just allows us to be connected to, which is a tragedy in and of itself, a tremendous tragedy, and that's a lot of these issues come up with children's health and accidents and this and that.
0: This Mm -hmm. intuition
1: factor is so tremendous, and it's our duty as mothers to hearken into our intuition Mm
0: -hmm. so that we're able
1: to provide even just the basic safety for our children, okay? But I mean, that is just what it is. Just leave that out there. Um, but having going back to that place of of action and conflict and
0: mm-hmm. that
1: that threat that looms, I mean studies mm-hmm. now are at the buzzoo about the energetic interplay between environment and and behavior. Um, even the food yes. factor was really big into the mm-hmm. veganism and 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 what we're mm-hmm. eating and how that's reacting. And I see the definite difference in behavior of my children after they've had you know some artificial sugar. Which I'm not neurotic, mm-hmm. I mean if they want a lollipop or if i'm a, if I'm getting right. something done, I have lollipops I will give them a lollipop in order to get something done like' cool
0: yep, do <laughs>
1: right yeah. you have to use it wisely and try to get the organic variation, I guess, but you know well, we've mm-hmm. all got to live here too um yeah. but so with regard to this, your experience with the moms and um I just want to be bring this to the forefront and this the bring this be this a big reflection for, for moms right now to look into themselves and their, and at this particular moment, their interpersonal relationships. And this goes to my, day one of my program, which I believe so strongly about, is just letting go of external influences over your state of being. And that comes to your mm. mom, your brother, your boyfriend, your your, your husband, your, your wife, wh- whoever it is from the mom perspective, is clearing away all this incessant dysfunction that's around you. And so as I was asking you earlier, what's the pattern that you see? Do you see this trend of women that are in this dysfunctional relationship with their mate and, and the result in behavioral issues with the children?
0: So even what I'm finding is there's this range, there's this spectrum where there's pure dysfunction, where there's no communication, literally no good morning, no hello, no how are you, um, eye-rolling, stuff like that, and then the other end of the spectrum where everything seems okay and, like, it doesn't feel bad or dysfunctional, quote-unquote, but if there's a conversation to be had, the mom has a lot of fear or worry about bringing something up, but they seem happy, everything seems okay, and to me they're the same on how to work with it, and so really finding out that underlying cause. But before that, it's really easy to see in the children's behavior. And sometimes children, like I had shared with you, will say something very obvious um, about the relationship, like how come you guys aren't talking? Or how come we always walk in front of mommy? You know, really simple things. um, To other children who are having extreme behaviors when both mom and dad are in the home. And then if mommy is out with her friends or whatever she's doing and – dad's putting the child to bed it's easy if dad is out in a meeting and mom is home it's easy but when they're both in the house it's chaotic um and so i see so much of this on many different levels and you know when i have a play session with the whole family everything gets played out very obviously to me and i'm you know sometimes i'm not sure if it's me just seeing it or if it's really clear but usually it's very clear and there are dynamics that what I see, the what I see so much of is, mom wants to make sure that dad and the child are doing okay, so she's constantly stepping in and trying to manipulate what that would look like, instead of letting their relationship just be. And it's and yeah, some, and there's like some yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Go on. I just want to talk from personal experience in this one. Um, do you want to finish that? What you were saying.
0: Um, I've already forgotten because now I'm curious.
1: Where you oh, sorry. It. <laughs> so I know <laughs> I did this with my ex and my children, mm-hmm. and I did that, and it was a, in a protective. It was in a protective mode, and it wasn't that he yes. was abusive to them. He wasn't. It was just that his dysfunctions in his own reality, I had yes. to kind of anticipate consequences here, there, everywhere, and always doing all this extra work, which is so exhausting. Which mm-hmm. I am yes. positive. I was not alone, and other people are living in this right now, uh, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what, it's much better right. to not be from my perspective, but there, are, there's so much to be done in healing relationships, and I believe that. And even though it didn't work on my relationship, I still believe that a lot of relationships can heal and people can implement, you know, holistic practices and yoga and juicing, but it didn't work on my reality, and that's okay. So I know that <laughs> I would get yeah. involved. And I would do mm-hmm. that, and I was overworking and listening to what was going on in the other room and listening to what they were playing, how they were playing, interacting. And keep in mind, like, his mind was clean in that respect. There wasn't any issues regarding, you know, it being inappropriate or anything like that. It was just a matter of what what frame of reference he was in. Yes. Um, was there going to be drinking mm-hmm. involved? or If there was, not forget about it. But what frame of reference was he using in order to communicate with her? Or my my older children, you mm. know, he's not sound. So that right. that work that you're saying, that becomes an extension of the dysfunction that we live in, and yes. you know, I can't stress how important it is for moms to have income and to be all these work-at-home opportunities that are around and abound and all these other ways to get your hustle on and making viable income. This has to get out of the equation, financial need to be in a relationship. This just has to go because once this is out of yes. the equation, everything just changes. Exponentially, mm-hmm. you don't have to be with a man to pay your bills. Like, period. This isn't. This is not the case anymore. We have to break away from that seriously, and, and from the depths of our experience to know that. Um, but that's a definite yes. digression. But uh, that—that's where you go, in. when you're in, when you're watching that, and when you know that you will have to be mining another's relationship when you when you don't feel safe with your partner's relationship mm-hmm. with your child, that's an extension of your dysfunction with your partner.
0: Yes. Yes. And it's and it becomes very clear to the, the client, to the mom that I'm working with, when I ask them about it, very curiously, very neutral. And they all of a sudden, they you know, either they make excuses or they're like, wow, I really guess, you know, we don't have communication because I'm afraid if I bring that up, he will get mad at me. And there's a huge... And like I said, it's a spectrum where it's like, no, we're fine. Everything's great. You know, we're doing all this. But, you know, if my daughter cries, he has no patience for it. And he yells at her and becomes really strict. And I'm like, is that something you discuss? Like, is that something that's okay with you? And it's not. So then mom comes in and rescues the child. And this has happened time and time and time again. And. You know, I do work with a lot of families that have dads that are doing their work, so they're going to a men's group or they're doing some work. And so that's why it's really important for me, too, to work with the the whole family. And if that's beyond what I'm, you know, I'm not, um, I work within relationships, but that is not my expertise. I have a resource of people to bring in. If there's marital counseling that needs to be done or other types of therapy that needs to be that would be supportive of the work I'm doing um, because it all affects the child and everything needs to be looked at. So it can be confronting. But the truth is once that conf- confrontation is unraveled, unraveled, there's some peace, you know, or there's decisions that then bring on peace. Yeah, I, that's, that's ease. What The word good. peace is so general, but just a little more ease. Well, no, peace is in general, because
1: I tell you what, happiness is cheap. Give me peace any day. I don't want happiness. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, nice, but give me yeah. peace any day. Oh, I'm glad you said <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I'm definitely good. with that. And I bad. Bad. But with regards to what you're saying is this, this again, this yeah. fallacy, and for what my perspective comes from in the state of being in accountability, is that mm. if you're living in fear yeah. for somebody else, then you're acting like you're a victim, and you are delusional to think yeah. that you're a victim. And you have to really acknowledge that space within yourself to say, I'm not a victim. I am feeling these feelings of the dysfunction. The dysfunction that's around me is bringing up the dysfunction that's inside of me. And yes. I read this passage, and that really resonated for me, the Bible, where it says, cast away your own wickedness. And, and that mm-hmm. comes from you'd be surprised if you're judging your neighbor and you're gossiping with your neighbor about your other neighbor and and then you come home and then your husband's being an asshole to you and you're wondering why all these feelings are coming up with you, guess what, because you're still perpetuating bad things that are still bringing this karmic around you as well. And that's a little bit bit deep to get into it, but the reality is that we have to be in a state of accountability because we are attracting these experiences with our mate. And it's our children, just as we inherited the dysfunctions of our parents and of our mother... That's also what we're giving mm-hmm. for our child, and it's and it's time to stop that that cycle because yes. this time is over. This isn't this is done now. Now it's a new time to be living in our state and there's of, choices. Um, hmm And this might be made on your own, so if you if we're taking that out of the equation. And I have my website manager for moms, and I'm going to put up on one page of there just all work from home opportunities. Once we take that out of the equation. And I was stuck too with my ex, even though I'm a lawyer, even though, even though I had babies and I was stuck at home, and he was supposed to do everything and he never did. But I was still stuck, and I couldn't even get my wheels going mm. to work because I was still kind of suffocated, right? But if we have internet, yes. you can start figuring out what you can do from working from home and start that process out because that has to get out of the equation that you have to be with a man because he has money and he's paying for everything. This is just
0: done. It's enough for that.
1: It's but um, I think
0: you just, yeah, no, but. It's an opportunity but, so to grow, What's not to easy thrive, is and to in be strong. Yeah. Right. Well, and you're bringing up two really critical things in my head, and the first one is a huge one, is that whatever didn't work for a mother as their own child when they were young, those patterns keep repeating. So, yeah. you know, the neighbors, the husband, the children, everything will keep repeating unless there is a conscious stop to that stuckness. And i just I posted this video yesterday about passing on the stuckness, so whatever moms don't like about themselves, wherever they are disempowered gets passed on It's mm-hmm. just a fact you know it's whether it's an issue about food or money or men um mm-hmm. or friendships or any kind of relating to anybody racism, whatever it is, gets passed mm-hmm. on automatically you know on a metaphysical physical level, but yeah. in a really yeah, immediately. Yeah. It's just not a question. And then I want to say that there are so many moms that I speak to that choose at that moment to not work with me that have some business going, um, but they don't have time for it. They don't want to invest in it. Self-worth comes up. So it's like mm-hmm. the one toe is in the right direction, but without support, it's it's almost impossible to step out of your own shadow. You know, there needs to be support or just You know, a mentor, something that's going to really lend into the idea of being truthful, even if it feels uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I would argue that before even a mentor, you need to make a choice. And with the choice, with the
0: choice comes all these other things. Because if you really want to change, you want to do the work. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. And you're right, like not even getting a mentor. But usually when choices are made, those kind of people just start to come in. They're just attracted. You know, and it sounds like, you know, it can sound like a bunch of hooey, but it's the truth. Like, I see True. who's in my life now, and I see who's, you know, was in my life 20 years ago. And yeah. it's just, you know, it's a. it doesn't have to be on a, like, ethereal level. It's just a fact. You surround yourself with like-minded people, whatever your mind, wherever your mind is at.
1: And you start from where you are, and you start from what's around exactly. you. Yes. But with coming to exactly. what you were mentioning about our what our, our inherited dysfunctions, and we can just frame it like that, our inherited dysfunctions that
0: yes. I believe Great. in our
1: soul, our contract, that that's why you're experiencing yes. because it's your calling to heal it. And even when you get mm-hmm. deeper and deeper into this work, you realize that whatever is coming up in you, you have the opportunity to heal it for the entire human consciousness. And that of course depends on where you are in your soul belief system and. How far you can go on with this? I can go all the way with this because I believe it. Yeah. That. And so I'm I'm in into
0: this. the ancestors.
1: Yes. I know. Yeah, ancestors and and the, and the, and the, the 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 possible other you know existences and realities that are here. But you don't even have to go that far because if you know if something is coming up inside of you yeah. and it's a feeling mm-hmm. that tells you either to overeat, to undereat, to clean, to withdraw, to gossip, whatever it is,
0: yeah. you have to yep.
1: be accountable for that. You have to be accountable yes. for that because that, if you love your children and you want the best for your children, it's 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 a conundrum to not understand that that means wanting the best for yourself. And I saw that with yes. my own mother, and she died of breast cancer when I was 24 or 25, and it was definitely a lack of self-love, self-worth issues that I had to go through on my own accord to try to re-perceive what it was like and understand how I had to... Um, take accountability even for her her mental yes. Um, disposition. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, that word accountability, you know, people throw it around, but it's critical because it's critical. we as human beings can lie to ourselves and really believe it for years, you know, and, and stay in that place of making excuses. And I'm guilty of that, you know, in some areas where I, you know, seek support. But accountability is is so, it's vital because we can stay stuck. And that stuckness is unhealthy and it brings pain in the body, physical pain. And it brings on, I mean, besides delusion. the lack of growth, it brings on and d- and delusion. delusion and disease. And delusion that becomes and, the, and the reality. Every, yes. Yes. And then rationalization of this is my reality. Everything sucks. And then it's like blaming and and. Being in that victim role that you mentioned earlier is an epidemic, and it's it hurts it's painful and If I'm on the phone and I have two or three calls that day with women who are in that victim place it's it hurts my body like I can't yeah, I and I'm so that, aware well, of it of thanks. listening. <laughs> No, I don't try. I really work to not do that, you know. And but if somebody's working with me, then I have, you know, great. Then I have all the compassion and the umps. But if people are staying stuck and staying in the victim role, that has such an impact, especially. I mean, on all kids. Never mind just daughters. On all children, if if victim is present, it's it's defeating the reason to have children, you know, is to give them a better life.
1: And here we are, because this is only a half an hour show right now, and here's the, the deeper truth of all of this, this delusion of disempowerment, is this is a yes. lack of worthfulness and understanding that you are divine mm. and that God loves you yes. and that you are accessible yes. to God's purpose, and that you you are a powerful yes. creator in what you're doing in your life. And that's the delusion, because yes. That you start understanding that and reading like great books like The Science of Getting Rich and that's not even a book just about wealth Mm. it's about mental wealth too and you start realizing that in that state of power you know you're not you're not a victim and it's insane to think that you're a victim it's not to say that everything isn't beautiful and I mean I'm not preaching from the choir here I I definitely sowed my oats in the land of um, despair. Um, but mm-hmm. again, that was a choice, and I understand it from the perspective of learning whatever lessons I needed to learn and to heal within myself, whatever I needed to heal, and then ultimately to be able to share it with other people. Uh, that's my reconciliation Absolutely. with my mind of why things are the yes. way
0: they are. Absolutely. And I identify, I used to identify very strongly, not even consciously, with victims. So that's why I get so rattled up about it. I recognize it so clearly. Is that and not to say that I don't have any of that in me. I hear myself sometimes and I'm like, Oh, look at that. Victims still exist a little bit. And it's okay. <sighs> hey, I'm human, you know, to to have that yeah. awareness is well this might not be a day where I do this because I'm feeling like this or it's just being able and conscious to make choices and to be aware, like, oh, I have some victim energy. You know, what what does that even mean? but that there's baby steps that can be made. And it can start by reading a book, listening to this show, um, speaking to someone, going somewhere new, doing something a little bit uncomfortable out of the comfort zone that brings an awareness of, wow, there are other choices. I don't have to stay stuck in this role and just post positive things on Facebook. I can actually live that way a little bit, one step at a time.
1: Yeah, and and being in a state of accountability just means that, it's always a difference yes. when you're doing the work. You build mm-hmm. the confidence, in yourself that you're doing the work, because you're showing yourself that you can do the work. So already you're yes. shifting the, energetic, the disposition of your mind. You can't be a victim yes. if you're doing the work. It's 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 a it's a antithesis of each other. But tell ever what's it's your a, coaching and your body. Yeah. Oh, f- physical, of course. We so, I mean, forget the physical. I mean, I had just a of right probably... five C sections. Five C-sections, and on my second and C- in, in six years, and in my second, in my last C-section, which was over the summer, my doctor told me that he had seen more scar tissue in people on their second C-section than on their fifth C-section. And I raised that only, and not because I wasn't in a dysfunctional relationship, but I was, but because of the the energetic uh, healing I did mm. each time after the hospital and 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 after the surgeries and and the healing within my own self and my own regeneration. Because my mind, for my mind, for my physical form, has always been a certain way. But it's the power of our mm-hmm. mind over whatever we're doing. The the impact of this on our physical health is extraordinary and extreme. But um, I don't want yes. I don't want to get extreme. I just did it for a half an hour. So tell yes. where, your website is on the link in there. Yourbeautifulchild.com, and you have a coaching program that's for groups. Can you tell us a little bit about yes. that? Yes.
0: Yes. So right now, there's an open enrollment period, and there are two coaching groups going on. It's just for mothers. We meet weekly on video, so it's virtual. It's convenient from your house, and it's a collective consciousness of every week we meet. There's content. There's question and answers. There's community calls, and it's really a place to come home to. So all different mothers, all different walks of life, all different children's ages, and we go deep into what's working, what isn't working. Accountability is a huge aspect of it because if you show up week after week with the same promise to yourself, you don't want to hear yourself not do it. So just that alone. Mm -hmm. Um, We do a lot of embodiment work. So we do some movement. We have practices that are um, like action steps for the month. Oh so my there's God! There's always something crazy. going on. Uh, I
1: don't. I just don't want to cut off, and it's gonna. It's gonna cut yes. off in a little while. So I'm so ah, thankful okay. that you came on the show, and we're gonna definitely try to. Me do too. Things.
0: Caitlin, thank um, you so much.
1: Thank you, Shane. Thank you so much. So I'm at spiritualizeyourselfmanagerformoms.com and yourbeautifulchild.com. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye.